0: Hasn't made any great advances in
1: prison rape or space trouble. <laughs> <laughs> the father of the, the Holy choice. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to TOEFOP, I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, Um. do you uh, watch the, um, uh, when on the plane, uh, when they're doing the safety announcement? Yeah. Do you watch the safety announcement?
1: No. Right. Not, not anymore. No. no?
0: No. You just feel like you've got it nailed now? I, th- I think, yeah. Or do you just go on planes now where they can't even afford a safety announcement? <laughs> That's right, Target <laughs> Airways. <laughs> it's like, look, it's only 35 bucks to fly, but in case of emergency, each to their own. I, th- I kind of feel like it's, it's you know... Um,
1: when you're at school, some teachers would say repetition's a good way to learn. I think by now I've heard it so many times that like it's like being a Catholic. Go to church so many times, you know the prayers off by heart because you just hear them again, and again. So I'm just assuming in an emergency situation, my subconscious is going to show me where the exits are, and so I know which tassels to inflate and which tassels to has got the whistle on it and stuff.
0: I um was on the reason I ask is I was on a plane uh, this week and I was flying to Melbourne for a corporate gig mm. and uh so i was on a i had to be back in sydney for my show that night so it was like a yeah it was a pretty tight day so it, it was early morning and then i had to get on the plane then had to get a driver to get to the gig get straight off the gig back so it was all kind of time precious yeah and we got on the plane and um they did the safety announcement and i always watch yeah really yeah always professional performer courtesy i i i figure that you just owe them the respect well that i agree with i mean to look up. i i won't I they will, know that no one wants to see it. But I will make... If
1: I feel like their eyes are on me, or yeah. I'll make eye contact. But as soon as they're not looking at me, I'll put my eyes down to a book or
0: whatever. And people will do anything. Like, shit that you don't even want to... I know this is a mm-hmm. bit of a hacky stand-up topic, but, like, people will read the in-flight magazine that they won't touch at any other stage rather than listen to the safety warning. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear you protecting my safety. <laughs> I am on this plane. All bets are off. We'll see what happens.
1: But I try and actually time my... Um, my reading materials to fit in with the amount of time I'm not like. For instance, yeah. you've got to turn your phone off. Yeah. So I will um, bring in like a, a short bit of reading material until I can get my phone back on, until yeah. we're high enough. And then once that's off, I've got another bit of short bit of reading material for the descent. Just like I, I can't waste any time, well, on my own safety.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, you've got comics to read. <laughs> well, I'm a bit like that when I'm doing work, <laughs> I will time it around the meal. Like I'll, I'll do you <laughs>
1: feel embarrassed when you bust out a comic on a plane? Do you think that the people are judging you? I do. I get really self conscious when I bust out a comic book on a plane.
0: We've um, uh, spoken before about the time that I flew back from uh, the UK on Christmas Eve and they upgraded me to first class and there was only me and one other person in first class. I don't think we have spoken about Oh, those. okay. Well, I'd been doing some shows in, um, uh, in England mm-hmm. for Christmas and um uh, so i was flying back to get back to australia at christmas eve and no one really flies christmas eve so i've got to the airport to get on the plane and they've said oh you're in first class excellent i know right i'd never flown first class before it was it was fucking brilliant and it's like a 24 hour flight so yeah. like that's a proper you know first yeah, yeah. class experience um, but the reason i'd been upgraded was that um, the whole qantas crew had come and see my show! Oh, great! In London, so they'd all come out one night. Really enjoyed it, and somebody had obviously seen my name there and gone, "Oh, well, we'll, we'll upgrade it." The down part of that though was that I was single at the time, and uh, you know, but I was just recently single. Yeah. And so, like after the show, some girls might like leave me their phone number or whatever, and I would never get back to them. Like I never followed it up once. And uh, but one of the girls who left their phone number was a Qantas flight attendant. So while I was on this plane, the people have said to me, hey, there's someone who wants to meet you. That's brilliant. And she came up into first class and we had this really awkward conversation about how I hadn't called her.
1: Ah, uh, wow. <laughs> because you can't, you're cornered.
0: You can't excuse yourself. From, you can't go, oh, I've just got to go for a walk on the wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got other things to do. It's just me. Did you just like fall asleep, pretend to fall asleep right in front of her? These comics won't read themselves. <laughs> Um, so basically, um, it, it, what happened was, because no one flies back on Christmas Eve, mm. it was just me and this other woman in first class, which is normally like, I guess, 10 or 12 people. And so they had three staff still. So we had more than a personal staff person each. That's brilliant. And so like, I, you know, I'm- just, Making
1: them do extra stuff.
0: I'm just going- well, punish my corns. I seriously was. <laughs> I was like, well, what else does this entitle me to? Like, whatever I'm meant to get, I want to get it right yeah, now because yeah. I'm never going to get it again. Like, you know, I'm taking like the fancy pyjamas and I'm like, you know, I, drinking the you know, most expensive champagne and all that sort of stuff. Here's a story we can all relate to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my butler turned up in my gold Rolls Royce. <laughs> I thought more relatable stuff for the podcast. That's what I need, mean, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. uh, but so like I'm really enjoying this experience. But just as before, I got on the plane because I didn't know I was going to be flying up that end of the plane. I thought I was going to be cramped down the back end of the plane, and I would need something to read for the flight. So I had read, uh, I had bought, I'd only read one edition of this comic book, and then I bought the other six uh, trade paperback six. I think Which there's one? more. Why the Last Man? Oh yeah, right. Which Brian is like gave yeah, and probably like in, if not my favorite comic book of all time. Uh, like certainly one of my favourite comic books of all time. It's it's absolutely brilliant. And I'd bought all the like, you know, trade paperbacks of this and I was going to read the entire thing on the flight back. But now I'm sitting there. In first class. In first class. With- drinking expensive champagne with my personal butler. <laughs> thinking, can I break out my comics? <laughs> Did you? I felt like Richie Rich. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, you know, like I was kind of like reading the Wall Street Journal and then my comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Why not? You're a man of varied taste. <laughs> hey, we forgot to mention, yep. I just realised then, it's episode 50.
0: Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday? Is it happy half birthday? Sen- uh, half
1: century. Do we, oh, yeah. Do we kiss the crest, the toy fop crest? No. No, that's 100.
0: You can't, you can't. 50
1: is just a, a, just a, a wave. subtle wave of the bat. Just a little wave
0: of the people who've, you know, Yeah, well, should we Yeah, well, let's us. just give
1: it a moment of silence so I can absorb a round of applause from the listeners just Yeah.
0: That's probably enough. (laughs) That's enough applause. I could just hear one guy (laughs) in a cubicle somewhere in fucking Thailand. (laughs) One listener in Thailand. I want to know. Hit us up on the Facebook page if anyone did clap. (laughs) Uh, I I do want to know if anyone clapped. And uh, particularly if you were driving. If you were listening to the podcast while driving and you clapped, uh, well done to you. Um, So, uh, oh, I say, well, I'm on the plane and I've got to go down for this corporate gig. And it was... um, it was for NAB, who are like an Australian bank, one of the big four Australian banks. Uh, they're super fund managers. So, like... What's a super fund. What's a super fund? Talk to a guy with no savings. What's a super fund? <laughs> well, superannuation, like, like trading or something right, like that. Right. It's not like a fund they've got together for superheroes. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. <laughs> when she it's goes like, down. Yeah.
1: Batman's taken that giant penny he's got in the Batcave <laughs> and just lodged it with the bank. Put it in my super fund. <laughs>
0: It would be great if you found out the bank had a super fund and what that actually was the whole time you thought you were putting into superannuation. They're like, oh, no, no, we've been developing superhumans. <laughs> we've been doing all this uh, research. gene research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've got labs. <laughs> um, we don't have anywhere to live once you retire. Well, maybe that explains. But, but... what do you think about laser vision? <laughs>
1: It probably explains why when the CEOs retire, they get like $25 million payouts. Because that guy's superpower is ripping
0: off other people. (laughs) So, um, and it was a tough um, gig. They'd been doing like lectures all day. On, like, you know, trends in international money markets and stuff like that. And Barilla laughs. Yeah. And then it's laugh, then it's lunchtime and it's like, and here's, here's the clown. Come. Dance clown. <laughs> and it was also one of those gigs because so they were all like, you know, to say they were a dry audience would be unfettered deserts, put it <laughs> that way. They were all 65 plus uh, suited guys, you know, and they were just old rich men.
1: Do you do a quick scan in the audience, go, okay, adapt my material when you see that? Yeah. You normally get a heads up. No. Like, you know, normally... So don't make jokes about religion, don't make jokes about this. Yeah. Yeah, right. So
0: I was doing a charity gig uh, last week and it was a, like an, a, a medical research institute that is run by the Catholic Church. So I wasn't allowed to do anything religious. Right. But they were fine on like sex and swearing and stuff. They they were just like, please don't do religious stuff. What organisations, where do you draw
1: the line who you do a gig for? So the KKK call you and say, can you do a corporate? You'd say no.
0: No, I would say, well, will you pay me in cash up front? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you guys want to keep this stuff off the books, right? You guys don't want to put your name on a check? (laughs) Is that what I'm thinking? With the white hoods, you don't want to sign a check?
1: Brilliant. I'm all about cash. I'm
0: all about a (laughs) cashy. I love a cashy. No one talk about this. You guys aren't going to talk about it. It's not like you're going to be posting on your KK page. And uh, the comedy commando came to town. Bunch of laughs. No no material about uh, people getting along. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right <laughs> Only racist stuff Well because yeah I've noticed yeah. with
1: your stamp The last couple of years You tend to weave a message in there And a lot yeah. of it's been about unity And you know <laughs> g- Coming together But they're like nah We saw man versus well We yeah. don't want that shib- We don't want shib- any of shib- your
0: Stoner philosophy Philosophy <laughs> dude we, we want just Hate Can you make fun Of other races and For make, no, no good reason For no reason And make out that they are Inferior to us Yep <laughs> <laughs> For cash Probably, for cash? Probably yeah. I can Or I can just change Some of my material um, so uh, so this one had a big list. Yeah, It was like no swearing, no sex, no jokes about like banks being bust. It's like you know, the whole thing. So I had barely any material <laughs> that I could do. but um so but it, the, the whole point was it was it was time sensitive. I had to get there in this one window that they had that okay. they couldn't move the gig around, whatever. So we've got on the plane, but we had a 45 minutes like grace up our sleeves to make this worse. Work So they did the safety announcement. I watched the safety announcement. They pulled out and then something went wrong. Uh, yeah. So the pilot's giving us the whole, we're going to have to go back and, you know, it's a flashing light or whatever. And everyone's always pissed off, of course, even though he's really saying, I don't want to kill you. I don't want to kill you. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, uh we seem to be out of petrol and I think we've lost a wing, but I know you're all in a rush.
1: Bunch of emos in the background saying, just fucking get it up, man. Just get it up, Life man. Life sucks anyway. Yeah,
0: we're already on a plane. We'll fucking risk it, man. Whatever, live on the edge,
1: flicking their fringes. From side to side. <laughs> They're travelling in the emo section. Yeah.
0: So he um, guaranteed to die first. He's gone. Uh, uh, we'll, um, we'll we'll take it back. So we've taken it back. See, the problem seems to be fixed. Like five minutes in, um, so we've gone back out again. They've done the safety announcement again. They said we have to. We have yeah. to do the safety announcement again. We're taking off again. I was like. Like it's hard enough to pay attention the first fucking time. It's hard enough to fake that, that, that I am interested in what you're saying. The first, but I heard it ten minutes ago. Like, do some new material. Like, do people really not? If people don't remember what happened ten minutes ago, they deserve to die. Yeah, how are they gonna remember where the exits yeah, are? Yeah, we don't. Like, I mean, if we crash 50 minutes in, they're gonna have forgotten. Like, really? Do, every 10 minutes are you going to interrupt the episode of Two and a Half Men to go, oh, by the way, remember where the exits are? Well, well okay,
1: extend that further. Yeah. Let's say there was, they, got the, they decided not to do the safety announcement because they've already done it. Yeah. The plane gets up, you crash, half the passengers die because uh, they had because of incorrect like response to safety. Could the airline be sued? Do you think they'll be culpable? Do you think their families could say, hey, you didn't do the safety demonstration a second time, so my uncle, you know, forgot? You reckon they'd have a leg to stand on leaving? No! Surely
0: not! It's not like we let anyone new on the plane. Well, I don't know. It's, not, I think like, legal, it's I, not like the emergency we like had to, to go back for was that they have changed the doors to different positions. <laughs> but I think... Look, excuse I, I think me, guys. The, uh, what the problem with the plane was is the doors were all in the wrong spots. So we've taken five minutes. We've completely rearranged the doors. We had the wings on the nose <laughs> and the tail. We just moved into the side of the plane. It took us a while to work it out. <laughs> we're like, there's definitely two wings. We were counting the wings. <laughs> and then I realised one was out the front and one was out
1: the back. <laughs> it didn't seem right. <laughs> We realized we weren't actually on a plane. We we're all sitting on a giant log. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. I don't know. I mean, I reckon the airline would have to do it to cover themselves. Well, that's clearly why legally, they to do it. Legally. But I don't understand that. That's just a stupid law. I don't know. People, negligence is, I mean, people sue for less than that. The, and, and you've win. heard the
0: safety announcement. It was 10 minutes ago.
1: Yeah, but some a, a crafty lawyer could argue, yeah, but um, because you returned back to the airport, my client was so distracted and, uh, and worried about the gig that he thought he was going to miss mm. that, you know, the stress made him forget and you owed it to him to give him that safety announcement again. A, a slippery lawyer could do that. Like a <laughs> sleazy, uh, like silver-suited lawyer, you know. I'm talking if it was in the movies, he'd be played by like Bradley Cooper or, or something like that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All
0: right. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. It yeah. was. It was the least down on his out. luck. Yeah. Goes- <laughs> He's Sleeping is for whatever reason. I've missed my gig for the NAB bankers, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to sue this airline. And uh, I. I go- no, no, no.
1: You don't sue. Your family would have to sue because then you. you- oh, am I dead? Well, you get. Sued- well, how you, you live, but you get badly injured because. You didn't inflate, wow. you didn't know how to inflate your life rather. Right? Oh, yeah, okay. So you got partial brain damage yep. from drowning. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: thanks. It took us a long time to work out that
1: you had partial brain damage because you didn't seem that different.
0: after while, you're smoking pot in the morning now as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I've gone past a uh, Lincoln. Yeah, on the street, yeah. Matthew McConaughey is As asleep in, in the back. And Somehow I six-pack abs even though he's home. Yeah, yeah. I've I've knocked on the door and said, hey, can you represent me? Yeah. you think he would go for the... Yeah, the, well, if the, I was a lawyer, if I was a slippery
1: lawyer, yeah. uh, an ambulance chaser, then that would... Well, that's one of the angles. I'd have to think about it, but that would be the first thing that I would say is, well, look, um, the procedure... You have to follow procedure each time, especially something irregular happens, because you don't know how psychologically that could right. affect people. but I was
0: traumatized by the fact that you were going there to be late. Weird. Oh, they I was you're going to be, be late like,
1: for your gig. Not that see, a... you're starting to come around. Yeah. I mean, I'm, it's going to be beyond a shadow of a doubt. The, the prosecution rests, <laughs> Mister Clausen. This is not a courtroom. You're standing in the middle of a McDonald's and put some pants on. I don't know why, if it wasn't a courtroom, the person at McDonald's had the voice of a, a judge.
0: It's <laughs> Mr. Clawson. This is not a courtroom. It was a, it was a judge doing McHappy Day. Oh, ah, yeah. nice. It was judge like a TV judge. Like, yeah, judge. <laughs> like someone of X Factor? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you mean? No. no. Oh, like a Judge Judy. <laughs> That's what I meant. Not a TV I just judge. just not any judge. It's it Judge was, Dredd. It Stallone is Judge Dredd. It would be great. If TV um, panel shows and like talent shows were judged by actual judges, <laughs> you know Supreme I mean? Court judges, yeah, that would just be like, and, and and yeah, each act had a lawyer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, to defend them after they do
0: the performance, and then they have a lawyer to defend them.
1: That's a great idea. Yeah, against the judge, the legal factor.
0: Yeah, I think that actually. I be think it's a good idea.
1: Yeah, and then would the so would the audience play the jury? I guess the audience would be the jury. So that would vote yeah. based on the argument of the lawyer whether or not that person goes through. I like that's that. Right, I think yeah. it's a good idea. But you need to raise the stakes because I don't think people are going to care if, well, this you know, 16-year-old from Tamworth has sung this song. If she doesn't get in, then big deal. But if the judges vote her off, she dies. <laughs> that's why she needs a lawyer to argue she should say. Just raise the stakes a little bit.
0: Right. Otherwise, that's a, she cares. That's a lot, though. That's a lot of All raising right.
1: the stakes. <laughs> she doesn't die? Can we not I'm to- thinking like it's a running man. Right. You know? Like, so it's a
0: death penalty
1: or, or or get through to the next round of this, next round. a
0: horrible talent show. <laughs> You're not going to Sydney, but you are going to the death penalty. <laughs> no, that doesn't. Oh, that's no. awful. I oh, know. You know what? I don't know. The death factor. That's the thing that they always say, isn't it? That you know the next step in reality TV is that someone's going to die. That someone's going to die. Oh uh,
1: yeah, definitely. I, I mean, well, how would
0: autopsy you... show. Like, I think
1: we may have touched on this before, but like. I'm amazed how quickly we were able to tolerate watching a dead body get cut up on TV and it didn't seem to raise that much of a stink. Like we quickly got to that point, didn't we? We get
0: to a lot of points really quickly. I'm amazed as a society how quickly we just get used to something. Yeah. Like you know, without it even being a fuss.
1: Oh, well, I had a question for you. Yeah. You know like there's um a lot of controversy about sexting and stuff now and especially in the defence forces like you know guys filming girls having sex and filming in the shower and stuff. Yeah. Do you think because like the culture of public nudity and and sexing is getting so widespread mm-hmm. now that um, moral issues have sort of become a bit muddy? Like that, if I was that slippery lawyer defending, you know, that male soldier who filmed the girl in the shower, that I could say, well, this is what everyone their age is doing, you know? And, you know, she's had other boyfriends take photos of her. Like,
0: do you think that that, is kind of, could be an argument now. Well, it's a different new world. But I would argue, like, you know, that's what they did on Big Brother. Mm. Like, the entire... uh, Voyeurism. Big Brother up late. Yeah. It was just people in the shower. I mean, the difference is, obviously, that they've consented to go into a house where they know... They can be filmed in the shower, yeah. As opposed to this girl who's been filmed in the shower, you know, mm. more, you know. But I mean, that was wasn't that the plot line to every eighties movie about nerds? Boys sneaking to her. There girl would always be a time where guys Canada. would like, and that was always like, yeah. Oh, look at these young guys. I know they're borderline <laughs>
1: raping this girl, but
0: <laughs> yeah, like I mean, that's what basically what it is. Yeah. If you think Back to the Future's question was, "Would you molest your mother to save the future?" Porkies was
1: about. Porkies like, was
0: just essentially about. Ups- you- <laughs> I mean, it was a fine line between peering through the girl's dressing room and upskirting. Yeah. Like, that's just someone who's got a camera and yeah. a shoe. Yeah. But, but like, it's the same thing. Would- and that was, like, wacky pranks.
1: Yeah. Hijinks. Hijinks. That, even, like, American Pie. Like, yeah. that thing of, you know, he goes home to film the girl on the webcam. Yeah. And that's, like, was a huge blockbuster comedy. Yeah. And we wonder why, like, a 19-year-old cadet or something thinks, thinks it's gonna-
0: okay to film someone. Yeah. Because all popular culture is telling him it's okay to film someone. Yeah. Kim Kardashian is famous because she, there was a sex, sex tape. tape and she just spent $20 million on her wedding. Yeah. You don't think that kids look at that and go... Not a bad way well, to make the best, a living. Well, the best way to make $20 million is, you know, fuck yeah. a rapper in a sex tape, get it out there. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got a sex tape now. Mm. Like I, I, That's like a career choice. Yeah. That's like something that kids would be looking well, at. more, uh, of course. So like if all your heroes, if Paris Hilton has a sex tape and Kim Kardashian has a sex tape yeah, and Rihanna has a sex and tape and you're a teenager. And it, wasn't,
1: and it wasn't a bad thing. No. There was no negative. Going on. Then you wouldn't mind if your boyfriend balls out the video camera. You might think it might actually do something for your career. Yeah, totally. People are
0: showing... I know. Well, this is where it's such a moral minefield yeah. though, I think, because like, you know, philosophically I find it really uncomfortable. This idea of like... You know, free love, baby. (laughs) Like these kids though. Like, I mean, the first time I saw a naked woman was when I saw a naked woman. But these days, you know, if you're not 12, you're 12 or 13 and you can watch hardcore pornography on your Mm. phone. You know, I did the other day. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what, that's like before you've learned to run. Yeah. You watch the Olympics and think that's how everybody runs. Yeah. Because kids don't look at porn and go, these guys are the pros. Yeah. That's the, that's the norm. That's the norm. They assume it's like a documentary. Have we ever, porn is not a documentary. Have we have fr- like a friend who, uh, there's a
1: there's a porn star from, I think, the 80s and 90s called Peter North, and his was really famous because he would blow, like, just huge amounts of sperm. That was his thing. Every <laughs> oh ej- ejaculation was, like, would drown the girl.
0: How do you? And, how does
1: he do that? Would he save it up? Well, that's funny because he has talked about it. He thinks it's just a diet thing, like whatever you know. He's eating that. He just has a overload of protein. But, sperm is he? But eating? he, he's but, he but he sells. I think he sells like um, you know some herb or something that'll make you have like yeah. giant ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> but a mate of mine, a mate a of ours, way to put out a fire, was watching uh, like his first ever porno when he was fifteen or sixteen, yep. and he sees this guy ejaculate essentially like fucking half a gallon of cum, yeah. and thinks. Oh, that's normal. Yeah. And so the next time, you know, he's jacking off or whatever and he comes, he's like, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. (laughs) I should be fucking covering every
0: wall in the room like Peter Nord. Yeah. I should be able to fill up buckets. (laughs) This shouldn't be able to be cleaned up. I think that was his
1: nickname and I I could be making this up, but I think it was Mr. Cumbuckets. Mr. Cumbuckets. (laughs) Which is kind of like taking that Stewie Lowe nickname (laughs) and
0: just giving a little
1: porn twist. Uh, Why do they call you buckets? Well,
0: there could well, be a few reasons. Why do they call you cum buckets? <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of hypothetical questions. Oh, yeah. Um, about young people. Uh, I was doing my uh, standing up comedy show uh, at the Sydney Comedy Store uh, just last night. Manvis, as well. Yep. And uh, I was doing a piece in the show that I do about um, cannibalism. And, you know, I talk about eating other people. And at that moment, a girl in the audience has come towards the stage, put her hand towards me and said, you can eat me. When was this? Last night at the show. She actually got out of her seat. Got out of her seat, walked towards the stage held her hand towards me. Are we scared? Said, Did you think you she was going to pull out a fucking me. gun or something? No, it all happened pretty quickly. Yeah, right. And and in the moment... <laughs> you start didn't... beating her over the head with your <laughs> mic stand. She's got a flower for you. <laughs> <laughs> I saw her coming at me, man. I saw her coming.
1: <laughs> she was actually just like had sight and and she was looking for the bathroom.
0: <laughs> She's got a gun. Wrap the it's microphone like, cord around her throat, start choking her out. It's like one of those, um, you know, like you know, those TV things where like they think the criminal's going for the gun. Yeah. yeah. He pulls out an apology note. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he dies in his hand and it just says, sorry. <laughs> that's what she was like. Um, no, so her hand is right in front of us. So the hand is the first thing I've seen. And looking back on it now, I realised her hand was too far in front of her. She was
1: Mr. Fantastic.
0: Well, almost. Okay. She had a fake arm. Oh, yeah. So what she actually had was her fake arm from the elbow down held in the hand of her real arm. So she'd taken it off
1: oh, so she and was right.
0: handing me All right. her fake arm. Good gag. Yeah, right? So I've got it up on stage. Of course, you know, In this thing, just going, well, there goes the rest of the show. (laughs) You know, I now have a girl's fake arm on stage. This could go anywhere. Let's lock the doors. Can I just, can I, my first joke is hand job. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) yes. Well, in my head, that's the first place you go is at some stage, you know, there's going to be some sort of, yeah, I'm going to touch my cock with this. (laughs) We all know that at some stage, now that I have a female's hand on stage, my cock is going to be touched by this head. But I'm not going to go there first Uh, because I'm a seasoned professional, professional, Charlie. Um, So I kind of tucked it under my arm as if I'm shocked and surprised by it. Everybody, of course, has applauded. So my first thing was I berated them. I was like, oh, that's mean, isn't it? Clap. The one thing she can't do now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, bastards. So she went with that. Then she did a little one-hand clap and said, I'm a Buddhist, one-hand clapping. I was Uh, like, who is this chick? She 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 bought her own material, right? I was like, this is genius. Right, so then it's got to the point where I've had a little you know, chat to her and what I've found out is that her name is Madeline. Uh, hello, Madeline, if you're listening. And that she's 17 years old. Right. Now, this is where it gets interesting. I then like went on to joke about, like I, was, like, I bet you all wish that I was Adam Hills because we could build a whole new person. Yeah, yeah, right. and, yeah, Blah, blah, blah. But the moral dilemma that I then had in my head was, I was always going to touch my cock with this, yeah. but she's 17 years up. Yeah. Is it wrong to touch my cock the with a arm? prosthetic arm of a 17-year-old girl? A child,
1: essentially. <laughs> a child's prosthetic arm.
0: Obviously, we all know that it would be wrong for me to make a 17-year-old girl touch my cock with her hand, Yeah, right? Unless I was like Ricky Charlie Nixon. Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, is it wrong... For me to touch my cock with. Because, I mean, when it's on her, it's her hand, right? Yeah. But that hand's probably not 17 years old either. Or yeah. she would have been a really weird baby with like a tiny little... Robot and then like arms. a really big arm. <laughs> but like, So, like... So, what's your question? Is, is it
1: wrong? Is to, it wrong? Hang on. Is it wrong to masturbate with... A, touch myself. Uh, All I was going to do on stage was uh, touch my penis. In your private... Life, no, you can masturbate with whatever you want on stage in front of her. Yeah, a little creepy.
0: Is it creepy? Why? It's, it's just, um, uh, it's a it's, it's not attached sexu- to her, but you're sexualizing her. It's no, her I'm her not an arm, it's an arm. It could have been anyone's arm. I was going to touch my cock with it, whether it had been a man's I can't arm. I believe arm, Matthew a cat's McConaughey arm. is back and, <laughs> back here again. This is the third time the Lincoln lawyer. <laughs> well, he said, he said, if I had three three um cases, he'd charge me for two. Is this, is this the is that, the, is that the joke in the film? No. Okay. Have you seen the film? Yes. Okay. Because
1: yeah. uh, I'm guessing, I've not seen it. i was just assuming he's a sl- like a slimy lawyer.
0: No, he's a slimy lawyer. Okay. He, he works out of his Lincoln. All right. Okay. Hence the Lincoln lawyer. <laughs> he gets driven around because he lost his license because he's a slimy lawyer. Yeah. But he's really more a con man lawyer. Ah, okay. Like he's charged. He's like Lionel Hutz. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then he gets, uh, there's a situation where um, he, he's manipulated. Yeah. Well, I would, uh, Lionel Hutz, uh, Matthew
1: McConaughey would argue. That, yeah, look, it's just uh, there's nothing wrong with it because, yeah. but I would, Matthew, I would, Matthew, I would say, a, <coughs> would you, I mean, uh, if she was a 12 year old girl, yeah, is that wrong? Yes,
0: but if she's 17, she's still <laughs> underage, so why is it okay? I don't know, is it? Well, I'm not saying it is okay, I'm asking you the question is it okay to touch yourself with the prosthetic well, arm said, of a 17 year old girl? I said girl? no, and you said why? <laughs> once it's Once it's unattached to her, I understand if it's attached to her. I get it, it's part of her body. But once it leaves being attached to her, is it still part of her body? If it's or is it just in her
1: presence, I think yes, it's an issue. If like she was uh, coming to stay with she was billeted out to you and she had gone off for the day and left her (laughs) arm behind and you'd snuck into a bedroom and wanked with it, that would be weird, but I still don't
0: think it's as serious. I think you sneaking just... into her room without her permission. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's not, I'm not saying one... yourself with her artificial hand while she's out of the house is worse than touching yourself on the cock with her artificial hand that you've handed to. You're insane.
1: One is sexual harassment. She, she doesn't know that you've gone into a room when she's not there. Yeah. What? So it's
0: not sexual harassment if they don't find out? Yes. No. <laughs> surely not. Well, how the fuck
1: are... Th- I mean, but you're not harassing... Uh, someone has to feel victimised. So, if they're not feeling victimised, how's it harassment?
0: Well, eventually
1: someone's found out.
0: No! <laughs> no, no one's have. coming to the or how do we know the, about it? Being how light? do we know that you've,
1: you know... I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying this is an actual case. I'm saying, to me, like, that is perverted, doing that. But I think it is not harassment. If you are making a 17-year-old feel uncomfortable because you're using one of her prosthetic limbs to touch yourself...
0: I don't think she was feeling uncomfortable.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's weird. I mean, I think... The fact that if you lower the age by three years, you yeah. suddenly feel very uncomfortable with it. That, that sounds, but if you lower the question. age by
0: three years, I mean that's like saying, like, well, you know, you stabbed a guy, and if you'd murdered him, like they're different things. Like she, she was the age she was. If, so would it be fine if she was eighteen? Yeah, if she yeah, was of 18, So if it's eighteen, I'm allowed to touch my cock with the prosthetic arm sure. of an eighteen year old girl, but not a seventeen year old girl. Why? Because that's because what- she's seventeen. That's
1: no, because we have deemed that's what we've deemed as, as the rule of age of consent. We have I to don't have know if rules. that's
0: across artificial limbs, because the limb itself is probably Hang on, only sorry, three or four, four years old. It's though. not about
1: the age of consent; it's yeah. about harassment. If she was eighteen,
0: I haven't run up to her and ripped her arm off and then touched my cock with it. She has handed me. Her arm. So did you... In a comedy situation... Well, tell me what you did. Well, I touched my cock with it. No. But uh, <laughs> I see why you're defending it so vigorously. Uh, no, I, I had a big discussion about whether it was appropriate or not to touch what the, what my the cock. And what did the audience... Uh, well, yeah, they were hilariously mixed about it, but she she was Encouraged she it. was fine with it. And her dad, who was also there, was fine with it. So, oh, did you know her dad yeah. was there? Yeah, next to her. Uh, Said did you know that before her. or after you did the cock touching? Oh, no, no, no. I saved... I, I, no, because I had this exact thing That we've just talked about basically that went on in my mind and took as long as we so <laughs> I did a lot of other stuff in between, but I also involved the audience in that discussion, so I kept saying, Is it all right? Is it not right? because of the and then they were kind of both, Nah, it's all right, so I, I, I did it, but I um, I, I so it was kind of like that really creepy old guy who married that 16 year old girl, you know, yeah, the guy the from Lost from Green Mile, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that chick does not look. Not that, Oh, know, so w- is that's the- what no, it is, no, no, it is no, Charlie? No, no, no. So if this, no, arm this had is the- after <laughs> <laughs>
0: that arm, Your Honour, I'm no fancy big city lawyer, yeah. but that arm did if not. If there's look- plastic on the elbow, she's plumb <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even know what that. You know what I mean? I right, I couldn't think of one. You're better at those pr- those puns. Give me a prosthetic pun. That's like grass on the wicket. If there's uh,
0: um. Uh,
1: a brace on the elbow. well <laughs> probably about as good as we're gonna get. Madeline, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. She's probably Madeline. If you do listen, and, no, I met her afterwards. And yeah, no, but I, wanna, I signed her arm.
0: But she can give us like a better. Um, oh, she for, could. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So um, no, I signed her arm because uh, in the socket. So basically, it looked like a you know. So was it from the elbow down? From the elbow down. So basically, well, know it had a, a little um, uh, hinge in it. Yeah. And so basically. Uh, what would happen was... So it looked like, you know... Yeah, forearm. A normal arm, a forearm. But then it had like a metal sort of, you know... Hinge for the elbow. Hinge, yeah. yeah. right. Like a little Captain Hook style where you could put different things on. And and so her friends had signed around in, in underneath. Well, no, so, all her friends had like shed tattoos. Yeah, no, it was under. So this was the bit, obviously, that went into the socket. Yeah. So like they do on a cast... Just on the connecting bit, they'd all sign. So I signed there on her her arm socket. Were there
1: any other celebrities on
0: there? Uh, No, no no other celebrities, just their mates. (laughs) And I went with a proper dad joke too. It it said, uh, Maddie, thanks for giving me a hand. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Ah. I was like, wow, that is a
1: proper dad joke. But I thought it was appropriate. Hey, I I saw Green Lantern last night. You went and saw her? No. No. For the first time ever, someone showed me how to use BitTorrent last oh, night. right. It's a moral grey area. It is as a someone who works in the
0: entertainment industry, man, it's a moral grey area. But having said, so it great. is a moral grey. Well, let's talk about that first. Let's yeah. just talk about that first because I have never been a person who really illegally downloaded things. Me either. Because I guess for the same reasons as you, so I work in the entertainment industry, and um, you know, uh, your work has some value. And you do so much work for free anyway. Like, I mean, I kind of figure that, you know, we do this for free. We do, I do like Twitter and Facebook and any of that sort of stuff. You know, people can kind of see that for free. Even the tally and the radio, they can, I mean, somebody pays for me for those things, but like, you know, um, you, have you can to get to those things it. for free. Yeah. So occasionally when there's something that I need people to like, you know, come and see me do a show or like, you know, maybe buy a book or a DVD that can help me make a living so I can do all those other things, I think... That's a pretty fair agreement. Yeah. And I kind of think it pisses me off a little bit when somebody says, oh, yeah, I watched your DVD on like BitTorrent. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, like not even for the money, just in that sort of way of going, oh, like if you had bought that, like they might have come to me and gone, hey, let's make another DVD, you know, which is all I really want to do is I always say I only want to sell enough of something Mm. that I can keep doing the thing that I do. Yeah. Like, you know, as long as you sell enough tickets to a comedy show that next year when you want to do a comedy show, they go, yeah, yeah, we'll have you do one. Or next yeah. year you want to do, do a DVD or a book, they go, yeah, of course, we'd love to. Mm-hmm. Then that's all I really want from life, you know. Um, so I've always been a bit like, you know. But I also understand that idea. If that someone likes it and they're like afraid, and maybe they'll go and buy it. I'd, I'd do that. And that's what I used to do with Lost because I couldn't fucking wait for Channel 7 to show Lost on Australian TV. So I used to go onto streaming sites and watch Lost, but then I would always make sure, because I love Lost so much anyway, yeah. that I would watch it when it was on TV. Yeah. And, of course, you know, I've got about 15 different stupid box sets of, like, Lost when it came out. So I don't feel like – I'd. but this week, so I've had a very similar moral dilemma. Mm. Um, uh, I'm going to interview Alan Bull. I'm doing a and a with Alan Bull at the Opera House, so like, you know, True Blood and Six Feet Under and stuff. Yeah. And we are way behind in Australia on True, True Blood, Blood to what they are in the States. And I really felt like I wanted to be across it before we did this Q&A. And I was like, you know what? The only thing that I can do is illegally download this. And I um, it, I am one of those people, particularly with a show like that, where I know they'll end up buying the DVDs. And I'll so I don't feel too mm. like bad morally about it. But I didn't even know how to do it. Yeah, did I. Like it's a brand new fucking world to me Yeah
1: Well this is the thing That's I've, I kind of felt like I'd been given a drug Because I've never really Downloaded things illegally Mainly because Well there's one There's a whole issue of You know I produce uh, Entertainment So yeah. It'd be stupid of me To sort of sabotage my own industry But the other thing is I'm just lazy yeah. <laughs> Like I'm more, Like if I can just go to the iTunes Or, or go to the DVD store I'll do that yeah. But someone showed me last night yeah. and Yeah well that's the thing like, Most of the reason I Didn't do it morally Was because I didn't know how Yeah <laughs> But the reason I I got onto it is because, um, so, Jim and I, we're working on our feature at the moment. We're cutting together like a a trailer to show people what it it would look like. So, we're just taking sample scenes from other films. So, we were sitting there thinking of films that had images that we liked or, you know, looks that we liked. And some of these films aren't available. So, I was like, well, why don't I just download them and we can just cut the scenes out? And put it into our trailer, and I and I didn't feel bad about that because it's like, well, it's not like I am watching the film. No, I'm actually using it for work, yeah. and and if I do, you're already like the stealing film... their stuff and cutting it up into your own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not that's not to make money off. No. That's just to show people. No, I know. Um, but like you, when <laughs> imagine
0: that if you made a whole movie, <laughs> <laughs> just well, have other people's movie? scenes. Hang on, like, how, how did they... that's from that shower
1: scene? Seems familiar to me. <laughs> he got Brad Pitt and Edward Norton <laughs> that's, together. That's amazing. amazing. <laughs> but I realised that, I didn't realise how easy it was. That was the thing that kind of stunned me. Like, you type in, and I'm a fucking film nerd, you know, there's heaps of obscure titles that aren't even on DVD in Australia, and you type it in, it's like, well, it's here. So, you know, do I go through the agony of fucking trying to track this thing down, you know, and paying way too much for it or whatever, or do I just take the fucking half an hour it takes to download? So, I downloaded Green Lantern. That was my test case, because... Um, I got
0: to be honest with you. Even the half an hour it took you to download that is wasted time. It comes <laughs> well, well that's but
1: that's the reason because I, I couldn't yep. bring most. Everyone I know has hated it. Yeah, it I'm, not
0: a, I'm not a huge fan. No.
1: so I wasn't going to pay to see Let's it. Let's anyway. not
0: reward mediocrity <laughs> with money.
1: So I downloaded it, and yeah. it was one of those ones where you see people walking in front of the camera. It was oh, horrible quality. So it
0: wasn't even oh yeah, I guess because that's still They're in still movies. In cinemas, yeah, yeah. Um, but geez, do you, do you have your own three D glasses? <laughs> I was I know, could you download some three D? No, what glasses? I did is I played it
1: simultaneously on three, tele, <laughs> three screens around my face, so I felt like I. Um, but
0: jeez, how bad is that movie? Like it's a, it's. it's and you, are a person who, who gives likes, movies a lot of better chance yeah, than I do. Definitely,
1: I because I appreciate them in a lot more ways than you. So I'm like, yeah. oh well, look, you know, the performances were bad, but direction was amazing. Yeah. But this film, it's like at some stage they must have known that this is a bad idea. Like the amount of, I'd say about six months before they started filming. They must've known like it to even like, if you listen to it as an audiobook, just the dialogue, it's like, this is ridiculous. But you know, the thing that I always wanted to see was as a comic book character, I've always been a bit iffy on green lantern yeah. because the idea that he creates solid objects out of energy, you know, and I always wondered what did that mean? Like if he was hungry, could he create like a hamburger out of green energy energy and eat that? And you know, would it go into his belly or does it disappear? Like, what is it? What is it disappears? So it's not, so it's sold. The thing
0: doesn't remain after. But if like you if he but creates, if he consume it. If he creates a car, yeah. like it doesn't, like, once he's finished, like, driving that car or, yeah, driving that car into somebody, the car just doesn't sit on the street being green.
1: Well, no, I understand that because in the film it disappears. Yeah, it but, disappears. But, like, if he really concentrated, so he creates that hamburger, just say he's really hungry, yeah. he's flying to Oa, needs to get a snack. Yeah. So he creates a hamburger and fries and eats it. Does he have to concentrate on that hamburger and fries all the way? I don't think. I stuff? don't
0: think they would be delicious. I don't think they take the form of like. I don't think it's got the power of taste. It's just shape. Well, it's uh, energy and shape. There's a
1: scene in it which totally confuses yeah. me. Where um, Blake Lively, you know, he reveals himself for the first time to her. They're sitting yeah. on the rooftop, oh. and he's explaining in one
0: good scene in the film. Yeah. I thought where she like we talked about this yeah, last night, yeah, but the where she goes. You thought that was for Yeah. I've seen you naked, yeah.
1: But he says, um, anything I can imagine, I can create. And then he creates a little necklace. And she's like, oh, it's so beautiful. And I was watching the necklace going, well, is it going to disappear as soon as he starts thinking about it, like all these other creations? Because if it does, that's a pretty dick move. Like, could you give your girlfriend a necklace and say, hey, uh, you know, it would mean a lot to me. And then five minutes later, go, well, just put that away. You know what I mean? Like, it seemed like a dick move. That is a dick move. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about it. Well, that's that. why I thought it because then I was like, well, oh, no, maybe he created it permanently for it. Can the Green no. Lantern do that? No. He's so just he basically a gave it a beautiful bit of jewelry, yeah. and then as soon as he started thinking about the football or
0: something like that, it fucking disappeared. <laughs> if if they'd been out at a dinner or whatever, I'm sure he could just concentrate all night. You <sighs> know? <laughs> <laughs> just seeing, staring <laughs> manically
1: at her neck and just like, what? And he's like, happy anniversary, baby. <laughs> 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 it's fucking has to wake up every morning, fucking power that ring up. <laughs> So she doesn't fucking lose a necklace. That would be a pain in the ass. He
0: eventually gets killed because he didn't have enough power left in his ring because he'd been concentrating on the necklace all the <laughs> yeah, That's right.
1: The other thing though is uh, uh, is just how stupid it looked. I mean, bad. It looked bad. I guess in a in For a, a movie, and I have read a much of... money
0: making, and in three D, it should have at least looked really fucking. But it's, good. Not,
1: it's not just the, the look of it. But I mean, the things he creates. Like I know it's goofy, and in the comic books, like a giant fist. Yeah, is goofy, and, but it's less goofy. But then you see it created in three D, and it's like uh, you know, it's giant springs and catapults and like—is inc- he
0: retarded? He's incredible lack of imagination. Yeah, it's like,
1: amazing. He really does. Like that's the thing. Just create a huge fucking net over the earth and protect like the planet that way. Why I why do just don't a understand the why springs? he's not.
0: Like that's what I felt like there was a missing scene from the film almost, like because surely once you get that power, you and you know that you can create. Anything. A car. You don't... Like, if you suddenly dis- discovered that you had a ring and you could create anything out of that ring.
1: Whatever I can imagine
0: I can create. Yeah. You're like, all right, well, now that I know that, better go to the gym and go and pick up my... Yeah. <laughs> was, that was the other thing. <gasps> well, I was, what are you going to do? You're going to sit at home
1: and see what the ring can fucking do, right? Well, no. I was actually thinking that... I mean, Hal Jordan, so he's a fighter pilot or a mm. test pilot or whatever. That magic ring, it doesn't actually like guarantee him an income, if you know what I mean? Like he still has to show up for work and stuff. It's not like he can create anything with that ring that makes his life, like doesn't have to worry anymore. Like Superman doesn't have to worry about eating or sleeping or anything like that. He's fucking Superman. He's got to pay panel. rent and stuff though. Yeah.
0: Well, well he's got an apartment.
1: Yeah, exactly. So what the, he can't create money out of the ring, can he? Can he go to like a bank and deposit like no. green lantern up some cash? But he could like, yeah, I it's guess green energy, can... isn't it? So it's always going to be green looking, whatever you create. Yeah. If you create like Pamela Anderson to have sex with one night, it's going to be green—a green Pamela Anderson.
0: Green Pamela Anderson.
1: Could you do it if you like? You know, just say you're in a hotel, you're single, yeah. lonely. You just create yourself as Zooey I Dash, love. Zooey I Deschanel. love.
0: I love that I had to be single. Like if you like you, you've got the Green Lantern ring. That's cheating. If you with a Green Lantern avatar. Avatar? I think so. That's oh, like tell watching, me like your girlfriend
1: more. would be happy with you like having sex with Green Lantern created Zoe Deschanel. There
0: is a difference, Charlie, between what is cheating and what my girlfriend would be happy with. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Um, I
1: reckon, though, if you had that green power ring, that would be one of the early discussions your girlfriend would have with you is like, don't be creating no fucking greenland orgies, <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: well, I think it's my land because that's the first thing I. Want I to. think it's my land to do with what I want, isn't it? Well, because you know the thing is. Okay, would you I be okay like with if you... you're allowed to like, like you know, watch porn, right? Um, I am. Or am yeah. Uh, well, if you're in a relationship, <laughs> are you allowed to watch yes. porn? Yes. Okay, yes. Okay. Right. I think this, and you're allowed to masturbate. It's right? don't ask, don't tell. I yeah, think, yeah. So I think that's what it's like with creating green zoo analles out of your green well, energy. Well, just
1: say your girlfriend has a powering as well, yeah. and she's creating up like an Adrian Brody to fuck. Yeah, Are you. How do you feel about that?
0: I feel like that's I don't I, her what she does with her green non-human ring. like people is her business. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, as long as it's over eighteen, <laughs> as long as it's over eighteen. That look. Charlie, I'm touching myself with a 17-year-old girl's artificial hand. Okay, I'm in no position.
1: So what if you what if you find out your best friend's got a Green Lantern ring and he's creating up like like 12-year-olds with his Green Lantern ring? That's not right. He's not hurting any real people.
0: It's a very interesting moral dilemma, Charlie. Like well, if we get to the point where people can just create virtual grab reality avatars, yeah, yeah, and have sex with them, mm. because that's I guess what, porn is at the forefront of so much technology. Yeah. Even 3D and stuff like that, like porn. Highest okay. grossing film in China's history is
1: a 3D porno.
0: Yeah, exactly. And a lot of the technology that we find always comes from. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> it that, that sounds true, doesn't it? That was a classic tofop fact. Yeah. <laughs> if, we, if we ever put out some tofop alcohol for our tofop drinking game, like under the, the lids, we could have like China's TOEFOP highest, f- China's facts highest that grossing may not film. be facts yeah. in any way. <laughs> I would like people to start using that. Like, is that a fact or is that a Toefort fact? fact. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. Bold statements <laughs> with absolute that you cannot verify. It's a Toefort fact. Yeah, fact. Uh, so, would you create the avatar? So, porn's you? created, but it's just an avatar. Yeah, it's not a real person. It doesn't have human emotions. Yeah. There's no. No one's being hurt. No, it's essentially just 3D porn yeah. or like whatever, like real life porn. Yeah.
1: It's a hard question.
0: Is it? Cause you don't well, I suppose if, you're not allowed are to... You I mean, you, what you've got to ask is, are you encouraging the perversion? Yeah. And you know what? You're not allowed to look at underage porn. So I think the, the, the same rules of classification apply. would apply. As yeah, but porn.
1: okay. Right, just say you're a doctor who deals with sex offenders. Yeah. And you say, look, um, these guys have a, whatever, it's uh, such a deep set kind of drive yeah. that uh, this is probably a, a better way of defusing that bomb. Right. Would there be a special classification?
0: I guess so. If it was... If it was treatment. it was, was like medicinal medically medicinal. medicinal. Yeah. Handing medicinal. out
1: <laughs> Green Lantern rings to sex offenders. <laughs> this should be the sequel.
0: And wouldn't talk back <laughs> radio just go mad. Uh, They'd be like... They're setting I- up a Green Lantern, uh, st- uh, green, a green lantern gallery yeah. right next to my, where I live. Yeah. Uh, look, I can't even pay my rent. <laughs> I, I work really hard and yet I hear that I sex criminals <laughs> are getting Green Lantern rings. I'd love to conjure up some money with my Green yeah. Lantern ring. You know what I'd like to conjure up? A couple of extra hours a week to spend with the kids. <laughs> but these sex criminals <laughs> are getting free Green Lantern out of my hard-earned taxpayer money. <laughs> I don't know why I felt the need to do the phone. No, it helps. But it does help. When you mind the phone thing. Yeah. Yeah, Because you don't feel so self-conscious. Yeah, for people listening at home, I did mind the phone. Yeah,
1: we always do that though. We've done a few phone conversations
0: on Jfop where one of us will mind the phone. Yeah. (laughs) One day I'm just going to mind, I'm going to mind hands-free. So like when we start doing a phone call, Ah. I'm going to just put a little thing over my ear. (laughs) Just touch your ear. (laughs) Touch my ear. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, can you fill me
1: in? Because I don't read the newspapers. This some uh-huh. um, uh, sex MP. Yeah. The the Craig Thompson. Guy. Yeah, let's talk about this. This sounds like a TOFOP topic. It does. Yeah, let's no no let's talk about it. Yeah. Well, you look at your wrist or something? You want like that?
0: Oh yeah, but for absolutely no okay. reason. Okay. <laughs> Sorry.
1: No, tell me about it because I don't I haven't actually read about it. So fill me in.
0: Okay, so um, there's a MP, and his uh, name is Craig Thompson. Uh, so uh, for people who are not listening in Australia, basically the, just the important thing that you need to know is that the Australian uh, parliament is a minority government. Talking to people not from Australia and me. And to Charlie. <laughs> I was trying to be nice to you, Charlie. I was like, so for people who don't know anything about politics like Charlie. <laughs> so the Australian uh, parliament is a minority government. What that means, yeah, the Labor Party, who are... Uh, the ruling government, did not get enough seats to form their own majority government. Neither of the two major parties got enough seats to form their own, which meant that they had to negotiate with the independents. So whatever side the independents went with, they were going to be able to form government. So that's basically what you need to know. So what the Labor Party... The, the problem is if they lose one of their members, the whole government could fall. Right. So this is like a really... Serious. Big story. Yeah. This is a story that could bring down the government. So that's that's basically tip, like tip the balance of power. I like that you went with that. Was that the one political thing that you were yeah. like? <laughs> the one political cliche, <laughs> That's I know. what I'm gonna put. And we're taking it one week at a time. Oh no, that's <laughs> <laughs> so there's this uh, guy Craig Thompson. Uh no P in Thompson already makes me a little bit suspicious of him. Yeah. Uh so Craig Thompson used to be a union boss uh, before he went into the Labor Party, which is quite a common thing. Uh, he, uh, although he says it wasn't him, there's a series of charges that have been racked up to his union credit card. So not his own personal credit card. Company card. The company card. The union card. But basically, you know, if you're in a union, if you're in a union are you in the union? I'm in the actors' union, yeah. Yeah, okay, right. So in you in Yep. Yeah, yeah, so me too, right? And um, so... You pay your union fees, yeah, and they all go into you know a fund that conducts union business, right? So, include so for their union, which is like orderlies who work in hospitals and like people who write, work hard mm. for a living, mm. um, yeah, they're paying all it's this money using
1: their fees, yeah, may, allegedly, allegedly
0: using their fees to go to knock shops to go to hookers. So, how many? They're saying heaps of times. There's been a few different instances. Like, sometimes he went and sometimes he got them to his hotel room, or allegedly his hotel room. But um, most of them were like, you know, 300, 350 bucks, right? Is that good in hooker terms? Oh, I don't
1: know. I don't know. What
0: Let do you think?
1: I'd, I'd say that'd be probably like mid to.
0: That'd mid. be okay. You reckon? Yeah.
1: There's a chick used to advertise in the local newspaper around this area, and she advertised herself as being XTV ex TV personality, and she was $10,000 a, a session, I guess. Yeah. I don't, they don't think it's an hour. I think it's for like an evening with. Yeah. High class, mm. high class. You, could, you might go on a date first. What was Julia Robertson Pretty Woman? I think she was around yeah. about. She's about a thousand bucks a week. Yeah, so she was like a high class hooker. Oh no, no, she, she, was, was a no she was a street. No, well, she was a
0: streetwalker, wasn't she? Well, let's
1: just say, let's say these are a uh, kind of. Uh, it's like the Toyota Corolla. I missed that bit of Pretty Woman when she was doing heroin in a her back alley. But like you know that was the original at at draft. It's funny we watched Pretty Woman the other day. Yeah. And I was saying to Gemma, I bet you this started off as like an, a really gritty sort of maybe indie comedy about, you know, prostitutes because it just sort of felt it's got enough of that dark element and I went online and sure enough, it had started off as a kind of quite serious comedy, like a a dark comedy about prostitution and she was a heroin addict and all this kind of stuff and then obviously Disney got involved and it became I was like,
0: can we lose that scene where Julia and Richard Gere have that conversation about how it's $50 extra for anal? (laughs)
1: Where he where he buys it, a glass coffee table. and yeah,
0: Where she'll do it without a condom for an extra 90 bucks because <laughs> the kids need Ventolin. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so no. we're
1: saying she's a Toyota Corolla of hookers. Well, he's ordered... Well, they
0: are. He's ordered these people from an agency, an escort agency. So it's not just some... Streetwalkers. Streetwalkers. Does, it's does an that an make escort, it any is worse
1: is it? if it's streetwalkers?
0: Well, I think there is a perception that people who are walking the street are really... That's the hardest of yeah. times. Like but do you think he would? People uh, who work th- for an agency—that's kind of like a job. It's a vocational. But do you think there'd be more outrage about what he's allegedly done if they were streetwalkers? It'd be more scandalous. I don't think that this scandal is about the prostitution, because you know what—prostitution is legal in Australia. He has done something that is perfectly is? legal. Yeah. Hang on one sec. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make a call. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we're gonna to have to cut this toefop short. <laughs>
0: wouldn't it be great if I don't know if it's ever happened, but like my fav, one of my favorite things is about the Paris Hilton sex video is that you know that Chris Rock's um, Bigger and Blacker I think it is um, stand up DVD yeah. is playing in the background the whole time, yeah. and I always think that's just if you're Chris Rock, you've that's just awesome. got to be wrapped. Yeah, totally. Right? And
1: my comedy's so good, people want to fuck to it, yeah. or at least give a lazy, disinterested blowjob.
0: <laughs> wouldn't it be great if it came out in this Craig Thompson scandal that not only had he been entertaining hookers on a Union credit card? But the thing that he really liked to do was listen to TOEFOP <laughs> in the background. Oh, that God. So it really turned him on. That off. would be
1: amazing. It'd be great for our podcast numbers. Why don't we just say, <laughs> why don't we just spread that rumor ourselves? I mean, it'll take at least a couple of months before the truth comes out. Yeah. that'd be, That's a great bit of fucking counter-marketing. We there, can make though. it a meme. Yes. <laughs> As a lot of uh, listeners have uh, explained to us, it was coined by Richard Dawkins yes. in one of his books. Yeah.
0: I've read that book too, actually. So I Holy possibly should fucking have Fucking idiot. That.
1: Well, it's because there's too much time had
0: passed between it's like
1: <laughs> airline safety. Uh,
0: so um, so I don't think the issue is the hookers. He's just doing something that's perfectly legal. The issue is that he sp- yeah, allegedly spent $350 of um, other people's money. Union money. Hard working, on his own pleasure. Yeah. So if he bought $350 worth of retro party mix yeah. and just set. Like, sat in his hotel room and yeah, yeah, i oh, just been taking put it. the teeth in his mouth and <laughs> pretend he was like, ah, look at me, and like, whatever you do with retro party mix. And he that would, still I be a disagree. Problem. I think the fact that it's prostitutes, it, just it makes it makes more fun. salacious, but the issue is There's still more exactly oral,
1: the same. Oral, <laughs> <laughs> oral outrage. There's more moral outrage, definitely, because of prostitutes. Okay, no,
0: hypothetical situation then if you heard that a, uh, a a guy, a man, yeah, a member of parliament, but a, 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 yeah, just a guy, has spent $350 on a hooker or. You'll learn that he spent $350 on Retro Party Mix lollies. <laughs> Which of those stories are you more interested in? <laughs> Good point. I'm uh, much more interested in what he's done with the Retro Party Mix. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, let's say there's a middle ground. It's not the Retro Party Mix because that's a little too specific and unusual. He's done like, room service Overseas, of his overseas
0: trips. Yeah, okay. He and his family have been traveling overseas on Union Dollar. Well, part of the scandal is that, and they are focusing on the hooker thing, obviously. Because the main reason they're po- focusing on the hooker thing is this. There's one bill that's for $2,475 mm. at the hookers. That's TV personality. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Works in the uh, eastern suburbs of Sydney. Because I think I've read about this chick.
0: She's yeah. lowered her price a bit. So they're either going, well, what happened that night? Was there more than one <laughs> person involved? Oh, my God. Like, you know, was it <laughs> like, you know. Oh, well. Yeah. So... And they are definitely the verified brothel receipts. Verified. In fact, the brothels have like confirmed that it's his signature and his credit card. Which I thought they had some sort of like doctor-patient yeah. Obviously <laughs> not. Apparently, but not. you're going to have to call that weed shop in LA and say just, so just tear up all. Yeah. Adam Hills. <laughs> yeah. Adam Hills. Um, so uh, this is But this is where it gets great. This is the bit where it gets great. Up until now, just a usual sort of political sex scandal. He's claimed that it wasn't him. It wasn't me. He's claimed. He's taken the shaggy defence and gone, it wasn't me. And he's gone. He said um, that someone stole, because they had his driver's licence number to verify the credit card and his exact signature. So he said that someone has stolen his credit card, his driver's licence, faked his signature, right? Then returned those things to him and then he signed off on the expenses later on. yeah so Without that's his excuse it. that yeah. someone yeah you know, he just signed off on his union credit card it's about
1: to... as credible as being found <laughs> with drugs in your pocket to sleep in a park <laughs> and then saying that you'd been at a party and, and someone you'd put had the a... drugs in your pants yeah while you're in the shower you took
0: your, you took your pants off because you were dancing and it was hot
1: yeah oh I thought it was because you had a shower
0: no no, no. The, um, the, well the Todd McKinley story who's <laughs> uh, he's a, he's a for our international listeners, he's is a Supreme a, Court judge yeah. <laughs> on dancing with the stars? He was a judge on Dancing with the Stars. He was also uh, was he, he was he in Strictly Boring? No, it was uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, he was like he was a Broadway guy and a, a dancing guy. He's, he's like he was the, the original uh, boy from Oz. Ah, that's who he is. Yeah, 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 before Hugh Jackman came in and went, ah, I'm more famous than you. Yeah, but fine, he's, so he's a yeah. but
1: he's a He's made, He's built his TV career on being like a prick, like the nasty yeah, judge. He's the nasty um, judge, yeah. the
0: Simon Cowell, yes, of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, and he's- Isn't
1: it funny how like that has become such a necessary ingredient on any kind of talent show now? Is the, the the cunt? Yeah. Like, is that more a reflection on our times than anything else? Is that we need to have some callous, blunt motherfucker? Like
0: in a in a, a talent contest for amateurs, not even professionals. You know they what? Let's to be told. I think you're right. I think we've got it the wrong way around with our suggestion that the judges on talent shows should be high court judges. Uh, judges. It's the other way around. The Supreme Court should be full of the same mix as <laughs> uh, on talent show judges. So like, you take something up to the like that full bench of the Supreme Court, and there's like the first judge who like used to be. Whatever you are, yeah. So whatever maybe it is, a ex- like maybe a bit eccentric. Yeah, it has like a catchphrase. Yeah, they like to yell, "Not guilty!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the second one who's always yeah. really
1: positive, female.
0: Yeah, yeah, female. It's yeah. like, you know what? You go for it, honey. You you did the crime, but you owned it. I'm saying <laughs> not guilty as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got the British, guy. and then you've got the snooty my, British and guy. Like, and now it's time for the the hanging judge. Yeah. Everyone's like, Ooh. <laughs>
1: If they could only bring back the death penalty, I'd have you killed 15 times over. <laughs> two votes two. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a great idea. They should apply TV judging panels to the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> it would make every lawyer movie like that much more interesting. Fuck, we've talked about the lawyer movies and the Lincoln Lawyer. How that, that's been like the sub, the the subtext of the entire. Evening. I know
0: Matthew McConaughey will be sitting at home going, "Well, on this suddenly a bit of a oh, underground yeah, bus. Like Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> he
1: sits around listening to talk. Well, he gets he stoned, does. plays bongos, yeah, in the nude. I think Matthew
0: McConaughey would love our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I like about podcasts, man.
1: I get older, <laughs> they stay the same age. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> all, right, yeah. all right! All
0: right! All right! <laughs> um speaking of uh movies that we saw we went and saw um the the rise of the planet of the apes like a a
1: motherfucker what a great movie yeah
0: see i wanted to say something positive about movies seeing that we seen well you always like them i like them well greenland that was yeah yeah Yeah. but yeah but uh, i i really like rise of the planet of the apes i thought it was uh, it's doing so well
1: like it's it's kind of amazing too like you would have thought of a franchise that's 40 years old that's had however many fucking movies. I think they made like six. Like, I think there's five shows, of the original. Including a remake. And
0: then there was a remake and then there was this one. Who would have thunk it? And I think it's the best one. Yeah, oh, right. Oh, I can't oh, really oh. remember
1: the original ones. I've seen the first one a couple of times.
0: But- I loved Planet of the Apes. That was like one of my absolute favorite movies. Like when I was growing up, like I would have said I like Planet of the Apes more than I like Star Wars. Right. Like that was my, you know, I used to have a Planet of the Apes poster on my wall, and I really, I was like, I was the person like in my group who, when someone would say, "Oh yeah, Planet of the Apes," that was the thing. Were they on Earth or not? And I was like, and then there was Battle for the Planet and Rise of the Planet. Blah, blah, blah. Like I had watched all the ones where, essentially, by like about the fourth one, it, like. It was really barely... They barely even in fucking monkey suits anymore.
1: Just <laughs> <laughs> like, one of those, like, uh, fair mask in the plastic runs with elastic on the back. Yeah. Not even applying the prosthetics to their yeah, face. it was hilarious. Don't you reckon, though, that the Planet of the Apes films, they... Well, especially this Rise of the Planet Apes, it puts forward the question, could the world be taken over by super intelligent apes? Yeah. Or really strong, stupid people? <laughs> <laughs> because... That's kind of, you know, yeah. that's essentially what they are, the apes, is they're really strong, stupid people. So yeah. could you make a, a counter film, which is like Rise of the Planet of the Idiots, <laughs> which is just like really strong but super dumb humans?
0: But I do think that the um, the Planet of the Apes, like, I mean, there's, there's an implicit intelligence in at least the leadership. You know, the, 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 the apes become more intelligent. That's the, I mean, spoilers if people haven't seen it. But, you know... Well I the film
1: that's... is called Rise of the Planet yeah. of the Apes. If you're but expecting I... it's a film about them getting massacred, fit <laughs> in for a big surprise.
0: I, but I also the thing that I loved about it was they do a really good job of making you as a human being <laughs> sitting in a cinema barrack against
1: your, species. your people. Yeah.
0: Like I was sitting there going, I fucking hate humans. I hope these apes kill those nasty humans. And I'm like, hang on, I am a human. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: don't wanna You feel like an Uncle Tom for the human race. Oh
0: totally. I was like go, die humans. Die for what
1: you've done to the apes. But they kind of that's that's reinforcing lots of genre films. Like Terminator is all about human beings are so arrogant they created artificial intelligence. They want but you're still barrack for the humans
0: in the Terminator movies. Like, I what about Wall-E? I can't remember a movie where I buried against humans. Where I've gone, ah, I hope the humans lose. Um, like what, what, what about
1: like Night of the Living Dead? Do you want those humans to live? Don't you want the zombies to win? No, you want no.
0: No, you're always like the, mm. always the sympathetic at the heart of the movie is the human because we're humans. That's your target market. You don't want to go into like that would have been a hard pitch. Hey, we're going to make a movie. There's going to be another
1: film where you who's going to watch a movie humans.
0: where we were barrack against our mm. own people? I, yeah, it's that's pretty a good amazing.
1: Point. Like it is uh, a good point. Yeah, right, uh, the Muppet movie. <laughs> Although they don't make you barrack <laughs> against humans, they make I you barrack for puppets.
0: Rise, rise of the planet of the Muppets. <laughs> Like if the movie had been, that like imagine that Kermit like started yeah. killing human
1: beings? That'd be great. That's a great way. The gritty reboot of the Muppets <sighs> is that Kermit oh, was a, a, like a normal tadpole who was treated yeah. with a super gene, yeah. and then Became you know, talking frog. Yeah, but then there's some disaster at the lab, so one of the scientists brings him home, and you see him grow, and he grows in an intelligence, and he's taking like Kermit out to like the local pond on yeah. a leash, and Kermit is like has gestures to the leash, and is like you know. I can do more than this. Rise of the Planet of the Muppets. That would be brilliant. And then he gets put into a pen and there's like a pig in there, like a female pig mm. called Miss. Yeah. She's just called Miss at that stage. <laughs> and you could have like a dog that is like beaten and whipped and put under a piano. Yeah. <laughs> there's this giant bird that's kept in like a really tiny cage. It's a really big bird. It's brilliant. That's what they should do. Rise to the planet of the Muppets. Yeah,
0: it's kind of like I guess it's the 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 new Muppet movie meets kind of Animal Farm meets yeah. Rise to the Planet of the Apes. I would
1: fucking love to see that film. Rise to the Planet of the Muppets. Do you think we could pitch that? Yeah. I know where Henson Studios is. It's right well, up. That's the- that's that's all you need to be able to pitch. Like, <laughs> so- <laughs> On there outside a talking to the giant statue of Kermit the
0: Frog, pitching my film to him. A lot so of, people don't, a lot of not, people don't understand that all you need to know in Hollywood is the address of someone. <laughs> <laughs> so many movies don't get pitched because people don't know the address. What I was trying to say is we could go
1: marching yeah. in there yeah. straight away, no restrictions, and we could sell that film. Rise of the Planet of the Muppets. Yeah. Do you reckon they would, go, if they were smart, no, no they were smart, if no. they had disposable income.
0: No, something would have had to go wrong. So let's imagine that the world just gets sick of happiness. Like the biggest trend is like gritty reboots. Yeah, you know, like and and so suddenly every movie becomes a gritty reboot, and everyone's like, you know, what we fucking love, gritty reboots. <laughs> suddenly, no one's interested in the Muppets anymore. The, the the one of the most prestigious studios in the history of the world, mm. the Muppets, yeah, is about to go out of business. The only thing they can do to save the Muppet franchise is to re-bo- a reboot a gritty it. reboot. Yeah. Of the Muppets. You think that's the only way it could happen? I think so.
1: You don't think in the way that like, uh, you know, um, Marvel Comics spins out, you know, they'll do Marvel Zombies or whatever. Little specific niche versions of their characters. Like if just say uh, this new Muppet movie makes a billion dollars, they become the richest studio. Yeah. So they say, let's open up a little independent studio. We're going to keep making Muppet movies, but with independent spirits. So more creative, not out of the mainstream. I think that... Would be an option because they seem like creative guys. Like, you know, Sesame Street and the Muppet movies are all. Do you know what I'd love
0: to see? Is um, famous directors who have a certain directing style each do a Muppet movie. Do a Muppet movie. Like Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Going through a bar just like a
1: steady cam, continuous take for fifteen minutes of all Muppets backstage at the Muppet show. That's yeah.
0: brilliant. Yeah, like Woody Allen doing some sort of, yeah, neurotic Kermit. Yeah. Like dealing with his relationship. Yeah, he's wearing glasses. Because glasses. he's like, I'm Jewish, but she's a pig. What can I do? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I want to go on stage, but but, but, but I can't.
1: That's brilliant. Or you could do like a Tim Burton esque <laughs> one where they're all like, you know, sort of really pale skinned with big hoops under their eyes and Danny Elfman la 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 la.
0: So la, that's la, la, where I think you could do it. If, like, say, then they're getting all the directors to do it. Like, yeah. say, and so they get Christopher Nolan and they say, you know, you can yeah. do a gritty reboot yeah. of the Muppets. <laughs> what's Christopher a Nolan? Muppets, uh, but wait, but what's Christopher a Muppet's, Muppets origin <laughs> story. What's Christopher Nolan's signature style? Well, I mean, he's, but I, I, I kind of, like, he's he's bringing in that sort of, you yeah. know, what he's done with the Batman films. They've yeah. got him because they love... They want know, some realism. They love Dark Knight. Yeah. They want a real, you know, they want a realistic... No, well, you just, you get the director of The Rise of the Planet of the Apes, yeah. just do it like that. Adam Sandler could um, do a movie where it's all about Fozzie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, all seen through Fozzie's eyes.
1: It's Rob like, Schneider pops up at one stage yeah. for no apparent yeah. reason. <laughs> Or would it be a Rob Schneider puppet? No, Rob Schneider's no, he's like a,
0: he's well, he's like kind of the Gonzo character, isn't he? Like the kind of he's there all the time. Yeah. But he doesn't really do much other than kinda of fuck up the credits. Did you see um uh the trailer for Rum Diary,
1: the Hunter S. Thompson? No. It's a uh, it's a it's the director of With Nail and I oh, Yeah, yeah. Um, has made it and it's you know, obviously a book by Hunter S. Thompson yeah. and Johnny Depp's playing the character in the book, but playing him as a young Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. The trailer's awesome. You should check it out. But the amazing thing is Johnny Depp is so fucking good looking and preserved in time. He's now playing a younger version of the same character and he's older by 10 years. He looks amazing. Like that motherfucker has just by, you know, changing his style, whatever. He looks younger than he did. Ten years ago,
0: is he ever going to be bad looking?
1: Yeah, the tourist he didn't look good. I don't think. Yeah, but like he's, but obviously they're not ugly. Look, but obviously he's good looking again. He'll be good looking for the day dies. So, like, do you think he's like just going to be Newman. one of those people who just like is yeah, good yeah, looking we, forever? Yeah, definitely.
0: It would be great though to see Johnny Depp just fucking Marlo, Brand, Marlon Brando up with on stage. Well, of,
1: like all of all the kind, kind of, of like, you could, know. but you could imagine that happening with him. He seems like the kind of guy who doesn't really yeah, give fuck a fuck. It. Except he's kept himself so pretty for so long. But do you think he does, or is it well, just? He's got it, doesn't he? You can't like just he does, look like, like, like a, f- a face routine, and how
0: I many drinks and like smokes. takes drugs and smokes, and like he shouldn't look as good as he does.
1: He's maybe he's made a deal with the devil.
0: He does strike me as one of those guys. You do feel like there is something like supernatural. You know if that, if you had made with a, a deal with the devil, and you had had the life and career of Johnny Depp, mm. where you've been one of the most successful. Uh, actors In the history of acting Only
1: recently though
0: Yeah But, but, but he had a, What he's managed to do Was be a teen star
1: Yeah Right An indie darling An
0: indie darling And, and Blockbuster A blockbuster star
1: Yeah
0: All without losing That sort of indie Fabulous credit. Yeah You've also been One of the hottest guys In the world Consistently voted The hottest guy in the world You've had sex with Everyone. pretty much every hot woman in the world. You've got to play with your stupid band. You have an
1: island. You jammed with Pearl Jam.
0: You own the club that
1: River Phoenix died your at. You're best friends with Hunter S. Thompson. You're best friends
0: with Hunter S. Thompson. If, if, I, <laughs> if I found out that he, he got all that because he made a deal with the devil, you know what that would make? Deals with the devil look very lucrative. Yeah, <laughs> like you would look at that and go, you know yeah. what? If that's what you get from your deal with the devil, that seems like a pretty good deal. Yeah, I feel like I've got the best out of that deal.
1: In the spirit of, of our sentiments last week about uh, you know Matt Stone and Trey Parker, fuck you, Johnny Depp. Yeah, fuck and you, Johnny. And I say Johnny that Death. with the highest amount of respect. That's I mean, amazing. He is a guy, I've but, never actually thought about it like he just yeah. explained it, but that is a fucking charmed life. Yeah.
0: Man. Brilliant life,
1: and he's and no one dislikes him. No, he hasn't. He doesn't hasn't seemed to have women burnt any bridges. Women love him. Men love him. No, but that would be recent than men loving him. I think it's only blockbuster that he would have got the vote from most guys.
0: Oh no, I think, in his
1: weird indie period, I think no. Guys would I think he was, he was always one of those
0: guys that because women found him. You know how like there's always someone you can say. It used to be Angelina Jolie. It's not anymore, but there was always that someone that directed. you could say that would impress. Like if you wanted to impress a girl, oh right, right, right. Like you would like, and they said, "Who's your favorite actress, or yeah. who do you find really hot?" Yeah. There would always be someone you could say, and they'll that go, oh. they would also oh. go, eh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zooey
1: Deschanel is the one." If you want to, like you know, yeah. or Maggie Gyllenhaal, yeah, girls love Maggie Gyllenhaal. I'm yeah. like, is blind. Yeah. <laughs> like <she's, laughs> she is not, uh, she's not attractive. No, like, but girls no, love her. They she's do one of those girls her. that,
0: go, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So So um, Angelina Jolie was that for a while, yeah. you know. Because uh, everyone could appreciate that. Yeah, I think Johnny Depp was that for a long while. I think the he guy. still is. Yeah, I know I think he still is now, but I think yeah. even back then guys knew that the best thing to say, like, you know... Oh, he's very, a good looking guy. Yeah, Johnny Depp's a good looking guy. <laughs> and that would, like, get you pussy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck, I wish. Yeah, but I think that would, because that was the guy you would say, and they would be like, oh, yeah, well done. He had in Like, court. whereas if you said John Claude Van Damme
1: or whatever. Yeah, yeah,
0: or Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I remember when I my first ever TV job. Um, it's a show on the ABC. We had to fill out um, some forms of publicity, just simple, yeah. you know, answers to you know questions that were put out to the papers and stuff. And one of them was like, "Who are your favourite actor and actress?" And so I wrote down Steven Seagal and Pamela Anderson.
0: <laughs> I was listening to a footballer being interviewed on the radio the other day, and I'm really asking you um, to answer a question. I'm pretty confident that you will know the answer to. Okay, uh, but. I don't know if it's things that... I know that's something we've probably talked about before, but I don't know if it's something that, you know, in the broader community is something people look for. But this uh, footballer's been questioned on the radio, And they've said, what do you like to do? You know, in your downtime, he goes, i like to go to the movies. So they have said, what's your favourite movie? My question to you, Charlie Clawson, is, what movie did this AFL footballer name as his favourite movie? Because I think there is one movie... That AFL football, I would say that of any survey that's ever been done, 75% of the answers are always this movie. And it's something that I have noticed over and over again. And he went with the same movie. Rocky? No. Oh, oh no. I thought you might. What? Wow. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yeah. Every AFL footballer says, and I think the Shawshank Redemption is your Johnny Depp or your Zooey Deschanel. Yeah, yeah. Point of Because it's that thing where you're like, it's a bloke movie. yeah. But but it's not but like it should have won an Academy Award. Yeah, 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 like it's a good, credible. Yeah, yeah. Like if you say blood, it's, it's got. It's sp- an, it's if you bloodsport, you're a bro- you're yeah, But if yeah. you say Shawshank, even if
1: you say Braveheart, yeah, like Braveheart stigmatizes you. Yeah. But if you say Shawshank Redemption, you say, well, look, yeah, I'm a man's man, but I'm yeah. a thinking man. But look, like, <sighs> uh, Tim well, Robbins then. and Morgan Freeman is like. But Rocky is definitely also. Yeah, but I, on
0: that. AFL footballers, it's like their standard. Shawshank Redemption. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a fucking awesome film. You know, it's got everything we enjoy prison sex. But you know that wasn't. uh, You know that was.
1: (laughs) The sisters. You know, that wasn't a, a success when it came out. I know. It it's was, one of those films that was yeah. like made billions on fucking DVD.
0: And and didn't win the Academy Award. It got beaten by, it's one of those ones, those famous ones that got beaten by something much more shit. I saw it at the movies. Yeah, I like a, like a Shakespeare in Love or something like that. It no, wasn't I think Shakespeare was had, in Love, but that but was, was the like, year
1: of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Michael Chamberlain got so incensed over that decision that he's like, what they've essentially said then is that Shakespeare is more important than what happened in the Second World War. <laughs>
0: Can you look up who won the um, Academy Award for the year that the Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, sure. Won the Academy Award? was win. nominated? Uh, I think I know what the answer is.
1: Not in, is it was Forrest Gump, I'm pretty sure. Was it Forrest Gump? I yeah, think that, so. that, that might be right too. I'll look it up. All right, so I found out, uh, yeah, Shawshank Redemption came runner up to Forrest Gump in
0: 1994 okay so yeah alright so no no one in the AFL's name of Forrest Gump as their favourite movie I, I you would judge someone if they yeah. if you saw you them, know anyone who likes Forrest number, Gump I didn't mind it I mean I was I was not as cynical about it as can other you, people were can but. you
1: tell me the other three films nominated for the Best Picture that year I will buy you <coughs> uh you're uh, going
0: to have to give me some clues So I give, yeah okay but, I'll give you some clues yeah.
1: so you know so you know, two of them were Forrest Gump and The Shawshank Redemption yeah. um One of them we have talked about on this show. Uh, Okay, this is some TOEFOP trivia for you. We talked about a TV actor who we wondered why he hadn't worked more. He was in this movie.
0: Uh, The Last King of Scotland, Um, Mm. Good Morning Vietnam. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um. He was on a show.
1: It was a comedy about a doctor in a rural area.
0: A comedy about a doctor in a rural area. Dun, 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 dun. Northern Exposure? <laughs> oh, uh, Quiz Show. Okay. okay. So who was in Quiz Show? Uh, who, was in quiz show? Uh, who was in Quiz Show? Ralph Fiennes and Rob Morrow. There you go. Okay, Rob Murrow. Okay, okay. so Quiz Show was the... The, the one third novel. That was a good movie. Yeah, yeah show. I, can't really I can only remember Robert Redford directed that. Yeah,
1: that was good. Um, uh, one of them uh, starred a British star... <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: Who, um, through some divine intervention.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, had his career stalled, but it's, he's been to my fine ever since.
0: Uh, but, so Hugh Grant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: the film. Uh,
0: 1995, Hugh Grant. 1994. Got, 1994, Hugh, something that Hugh Grant was in. Yeah. Got you, nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah, you'll
1: slap your head when you, if you don't think of this.
0: Uh, think of... Like, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah. Of course,
1: his most famous film. he
0: was in a funeral, got nominated for an Academy Award. Yeah,
1: I think it actually won Best Original Screenplay. Is that right? I mean, it was a good
0: screenplay. I mean, it was a good movie. It just surprises me.
1: Last film. Okay. Um, possibly the most famous, most influential independent movie, like in the Hollywood independent sense. So, not from Universal or. Yeah. Okay. Probably the most influential and famous independent movie of the past 20 years.
0: Reservoir Dogs. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. So, hang on. Forrest Gump beat Pulp Fiction.
1: Shawshank Redemption.
0: Shawshank Redemption and Quiz Show.
1: Yeah, and Forwardings and Funeral. Yeah. I'm going to that. (laughs) I'll
0: I'll, I'll nudge him across the line in front of Forwardings (laughs) and Funeral. (laughs) No, I would definitely... Forwardings and Funeral is a much better movie than Forrest Gump, I reckon. Well, all I'm saying is they did not deserve... They barely deserve to scrape into the finals, <laughs> Forrest Gump, let alone win the whole fucking competition.
1: Yeah, that was the year Hawthorne. That was the 2009. That was a real shock. I like-
0: they come out of nowhere. Fucking <laughs> Forrest Gump.
1: Um, yeah, who do you think won uh, Best Actress that year? Oh, you'll never get that.
0: I would never get that? I can
1: even tell you the film and you'd never get okay, it. Okay, now tell me the, the film. The film's called Blue Sky.
0: Uh, it's Jennifer... Close. Um uh, oh, Blue Sky. Um Uh
1: she's a sexy she's a sexy woman who's been in the hand of an ape.
0: She's been in the hand of an ape. Yeah. Helena Bonham Carter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, King Kong, Naomi Watts. No, no um, ninety four, she would have been like fourteen years old. <laughs> It's been in the hand of an ape. That was my. i like the clue has thrown me. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're gonna have to help me. Who was it? Uh, think of the
1: not the King Kong, the latest one, the one before that. The King Kong before the '78 one, the one Dina De Laurentis or someone, you oh, know, awesome. the one with Jeff Bridges.
0: Yeah, right. You don't know that one? No, I don't know who was Jessica Lange. Jessica Lange. Yeah, right. She won it for Blue Sky. Best wow. actor
1: should be should be a lock.
0: Okay, best actor Tom Hanks for Forrest Gump. Yeah.
1: Now this is hard. Supporting actor. Alright. I'll tell you the I'll tell you the nominees. Yep.
0: You tell me who Oh no, you'll know who won, who won who's won. Well, yeah, just there you, okay, well you're supporting actor. Give me your Um Uh was it uh, Gary Sinise for No Forrest Gump? No, it's not was we, it it's John a film Tra- we haven't mentioned yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't John Travolta for Pop Fiction? No,
1: I'm trying to think of a... to give you clues. The actor is the father of an actress who's appeared on Buffy. <laughs> And I know you're a Buffy nerd, John Voigt.
0: No, <laughs> Angelina Jolie wasn't a Buffy. <laughs> no, what was the other one? Um, who, who was uh, the? Uh, oh, um, I think I think he's her father. They had the same surname. Maybe she, maybe she's not. Uh, okay, now give me a clue about the movie. Give me uh, a clue. Okay, yeah. the
1: movie. Um, it is. It was an It was a departure from this director's normal fare. Okay, and it was in black and white. It was in black and white.
0: Yeah. Uh oh, um, Schindler's List. No, <laughs> you have written Schindler's List would have lost a <laughs> Forest Gump? I hadn't thought that through. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking was Departure and Black and White. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. You hope <laughs> that was the bit that I that I went with. You're right that if, uh, if we, Schindler's it, List hadn't got a nomination behind both Forest Gump and Four Weddings and a Funeral, I'll give
1: you another clue. <laughs> yep, it was. Uh, A period film, not as in like Elizabethan, but...
0: About someone out of the period? No. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it was like, it was a sort of documentary style thing? No, no. no.
1: It was just shot in black and white to capture an era. And it was
0: about the film business. Oh, um, Edward. And the actor was... Uh, Well, Johnny Depp couldn't have been supporting actor... So, who else who was, was the then? fucking
1: star of Ed Wood besides only that?
0: Oh, I can't
1: remember. Who was it?
0: Played Bella Lugosi. Yeah. Who was it? Martin Landau. Oh, Martin Landau. Yeah, whose daughter was. Juliet Landau. Yes, in Buffy. Why well not? Okay.
1: okay. Support, supporting actress. Oh, you'll never get this. Another film that we haven't met, talked about yet. Yeah. Um, she played the single mother to a family who was getting attacked by vampires. A
0: single mother.
1: A single mother whose family was being attacked by vampires.
0: Oh, okay, so Lost Boys? Alright. Who was the who was the mum in Lost Boys? Ah! Oh no. I wish I remembered stuff. <laughs> Damn you, marijuana. Uh, her initials are DW. Uh Diane Weis. Yes. Weist. Uh, who also invented the Weist boys know, Do you know yeah, <laughs> do you know what do you know what the film was? Uh, no bullets over Broadway bullets over Broadway The Ellen. Yeah. everything comes
1: full circle yeah wow should we wrap it up I, th- yeah. I guess we should wrap yeah. it up do you want to plug your gigs?
0: Yeah, I, I want to plug a couple of things, if I may. Firstly, yeah. um, uh, I did a, a serious interview on a thing called the Media Week podcast, um, which some people have listened to and enjoyed. So, if you want to find that, just and visit. I'm sure
1: some people have listened to and gone, "Why is he talking? Why is he about not talking other about other time, than travel? time travel?"
0: I do talk about toe on there though, so we get we get a little mention. They wanted to know how we recorded it. <laughs> Were you too embarrassed to tell? Them? <laughs> I was like, "No, it's like when your parents in Charlie's front room." <laughs> you didn't, did you? <laughs>
1: You did? Oh, my God. It's like when your parents drive a
0: really beat-up car and you ask them to drop you around the corner <laughs> so your friends don't see. So, oh, i was just going to go to uh, record Tofop. And then <laughs> they drop me outside the Henson studio. Gwitty <laughs> <laughs> Reboot of with the Frog! <laughs> Um, so, uh, I, I'm on that. Uh, also, um, I've just added three weeks of shows to my Sydney comedy um, store shows. So, uh, they're on. And um, also, I've got shows coming up in Perth and a bunch of other places. So, uh, willanderson.com.au. Um, Tofop quotes on Twitter. We've also got our own um, Twitter page. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's on. a Tumblr page, which is Tofop quotes. And there's a Twitter address, which is TweetFOP. And we have a Facebook and a website. And, we're know, so fucking state of the
1: art. Yeah. We're going to be sexting soon.
0: Totally. But now that we've learned how to illegally download things, neither of us are ever getting back on the TOEFOP page. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many articles. Did you read the TOEFOP page this week? So many articles about bull semen related I incidents. Know. I know. It's like,
1: because I, I complain about being like, out of all my friends, I'm a saint supporter. So yeah. I'm the most identifiable, identifiable saint supporter. So yeah. whenever they're doing well or badly, I hear about yeah. it. Because we've mentioned like things like bull semen, yep. time travel, and anal rape. Yep. Whenever there's a
0: story, people feel the need to put it in front of us. Totally. Like, uh, I've learned a lot about bull semen sp- spills and shit like that. <laughs> reap so what you sow. I appreciate that. Uh, th- thanks, for, <laughs> thanks, for keep, <laughs> thanks for keeping us in the loop. <laughs> um, I think that's all. All right, cool.
1: Um, we'll be back next week. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson.